Hey everyone, and welcome to our first ever episode of True Hauntings and Scary Stories. I'm Cynthia Sear, but you can call me Cindy. And this is my lovely sister, Tina. Hi! We are so excited to chat each week and explore all these interesting, sometimes funny, sometimes emotional uh, ghost stories people are submitting to us. If you do have a ghost story you'd like to submit for us to read and discuss, you can email it to Cynthia at TrueHauntings.com. You can change the names in the story if you like or give your actual name. That's all up to you. Just make sure you send one um, ghost story per email so I can keep track of them. Um, in the title, just write story submission so I know what it is. So today's episode is a true hauntings episode. As you may have already guessed, that means Tina and I will be reading um, submitted ghost stories and chatting about them. So today's is from someone named Glenn, and this is his story. My name is Glenn. I have lived in St. Augustine for 60 years. I was in my mid-20s and ambivalent about paranormal occurrences. I never believed nor disbelieved. In the mid-70s, while living on the south end of Charlotte Street, I experienced a rather unusual occurrence. It was a very warm summer night, so the doors and windows were open. There was no breeze to be felt. Suddenly, numerous dogs began howling in unison, a mournful cry. My friends and I stopped chatting and commented on this. Then, as if a switch had been turned off, all the dogs stopped simultaneously. We looked at each other quizzically. At that moment, an icy cold wind flowed through the room. To this day, I have no logical explanation. Perhaps it had something to do with the legend of Maria Sanchez, a Native American woman who died tragically in the area centuries ago. It is said that on certain nights, the wake of her canoe can still be seen as she paddles the same waters where an alligator took her away. Oh, wow. <laughs> we may never know. Now I have an open mind towards things that are outside the realm of easy explanations. Okay, so we got some stuff to unpack. First <laughs> of all, what happened to him, Tina, uh -huh. used to happen to me all the time in Nanny's house, which is our grandmother who has a crazy haunted house in St. Mm -hmm. Augustine, no less. So like that happened to me all the time. I don't think it happened to you. No, no, not as much. I mean, I would definitely get those feelings um, in certain parts of the house and then you'd feel a chill sometimes, but nothing, nothing to the degree that you, you experienced. Yeah. My husband actually had that happen to him not too awful long ago, a couple of years back. And he is a hard non-believer, like legit doesn't believe any of it. And he, he had a cool burst of air go past his legs mm -hmm. at one point. So yes. yeah, I can feel for the guy with that. Um, but the, the Maria Sanchez part. So I had never heard that legend. No. So let me pull it up real quick. So what she was killed by an alligator. Yes. Is that not the most Florida legend you have ever heard in your life? Yes, for sure. <laughs> Only in Florida. <laughs> so yeah, she was pulled away by a gator mm -hmm. <laughs> and now she haunting us <laughs> yes yes girl watch out <laughs> for them gators they'd be making ghosts so <laughs> i guess there's a creek that was named after her and then they made it into a little lake 
And I didn't know that either. Apparently there's Maria Sanchez Lake. Yeah, like right in the downtown area. Okay, I was gonna say it probably is downtown. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And, and I guess she's supposed to haunt the place like she goes up and down in her canoe still or something. Nice. Uh, I wonder if the alligator also haunts it. I know. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I, I can't, I can't even with that because like, remember a few years ago when a drunk guy climbed the wall of the alligator farm yes. and got bit by an mm-hmm. alligator? Yep, served <laughs> like, him right. Why, why yeah. do we do these things as human mm-hmm. beings? So I guess she was fishing. She was like crabbing or something yeah. and the gator got her. But I read some websites that talked about it and apparently there's confusion on whether it's actually true or not. Because it's that oh. old. It's from like 17. Oh, wow. So this article, and I'm going to put all these links in the description, but this article says that the the creek was named that in 1737. Oh. It shows up on a map of the city. So. Huh. I'll have to pull that up and see where that is. Yeah. And then um, in 1874, Somebody actually wrote a poem about it in 1874. Somebody did. So let me pull that up because it is pretty old then. Yeah, it's something. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, I see it now. I have it pulled up. Hmm. Okay. Do you see the poem? No, um, I can. I'm pulling it up now. Yes, we need this poem. We do. It's a doozy, but it's written in 1800. So it's like very old timey. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do my best to read it. Oh, you, okay. you got this. You ready? Uh-huh. Yes, I, I'm going to nail it for sure. <laughs> Maria Sanchez, her dugout launches. A dugout is the canoe. Okay. Uh-huh. Maria Sanchez, her dugout launches and down the stream to catch some crabs. She takes her way. A Spanish maiden with crabs well laden. When evening falls, she lifts her trawls to cross the bay. Grim terror blanches Maria Sanchez, who not to put too fine a point is rather brown. A northern coming, already humming, doth bear away the Spanish maiden far from town. Maria Sanchez caught in the branches that sweetly dropped across a creek far down the coast, that calm specter, an alligator, <laughs> doth spy, then wait to call his mate who rules the roost. She comes and crouches, Maria Sanchez, while boat and crabs, the gentle husband meekly chews. I don't like How that. How could they eat her, the <laughs> senorita, whose story still doth make quite ill the Spanish muse? Oh, wow. So somebody wrote that. Some pretty sweet rhyming. <laughs> I mean, it's really good, right? But basically, it says that two mm-hmm. gators got her. Yeah, it was very informative. <laughs> so, and then they named the, yeah, I don't know. The, I, I just feel like that is the most quintessential Florida legend yes, I've probably ever heard. For sure. I wonder if there's other legends that involve alligators. I'm sure there are. I can't think of anything more Florida. Okay, so that is Glenn's, mm-hmm. which I can relate you know, again, the whole cold breeze. Now, what I've heard is that bec- that the cold air is because the energy, the spirit, is like using the energy in the room or in the area around it to 
manifest. Mm-hmm. So it makes it colder when it pulls the energy out. It makes the air colder. I heard that. Interesting. Right. I've definitely felt that before. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So the next one is actually really cool. I would love to see something like this. Mm -hmm. So this one says, hi, I'm Hope Robbins. We have lived in the little village of Clifton for 40 years. I think Clifton might be in Ohio. Hmm. I'm not sure. Our house is one of the old ones in the village. She turns 200 years old this year, and we've known for a long time about the spirits that have lived with us inside. I didn't expect to run into them outside as well. One evening about dusk, about 25 years ago, I headed out to feed our dog. I noticed in the gloom that it had started to snow. As I was feeding the dog and spending time with him, it got a bit darker, but I could still plainly see. At some point, I started hearing bells, small bells, and a cadence. I stopped what I was doing and listened. They were coming closer. Then, through the gloom, I saw a horse-drawn sleigh turn the corner and come in my direction. What a beautiful sight and sound it was in the gloom of that evening, just snow falling softly and the sound of sleigh bells. The sleigh, with a dark horse driver and a woman riding in the back, glided by my position and it disappeared into the gloom. As I returned to the house, I asked my husband if he had seen what I saw. He hadn't. Later, much later, days, weeks, I realized that the sleigh and occupants were nothing but shadows, and there was nowhere near enough snow on the ground to be using a sleigh. The only thing I had heard was the sleigh bells ringing in cadence with the horse, but no horseshoes on pavement, no sleigh runners on the pavement. Realizing all of this and coming to the conclusion about what I had seen surprised and gladdened me. This was a very special occurrence. Unfortunately, I haven't witnessed anything since. Mm. Wow, that's pretty cool. That is super cool as far as ghost stories go. Mm -hmm. Like to see a ghost sleigh with bells and stuff. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. Nothing like that. I've never seen anything like that. No. I mean, I've seen some weird things. Mm-hmm. But not that. I do know that that probably, if I had to give it a name, I would say that is um, residual haunting. Mm-hmm. Um, that is when something that happened in the past just replays itself. I bet so, we would see that a lot on St. George Street, like downtown. Oh, yeah. Area. Yeah, for sure. Like Go down um, there at 3.15 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> pass. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like soldiers walking the streets mm-hmm. or like, I've heard of that. Um, people yeah. dressed in period clothing walking, mm-hmm. especially at the old fort. Right. But yeah, I think that's, that's pretty, pretty cool. Sweet. Good for them. I'd be curious mm-hmm. to know what kind of stuff they see inside the house too. Yeah. Maybe she'll write me some more, some more stories. That would be cool. Yes. All right. Last one I have. So let me see if they gave a name. Nope, I don't see a name. Okay, this one says, Hi there, so I'm new to your group, but I saw your post about true stories. Mine is pretty creepy. So we just moved into our house November 2020. All was well until about January, I started noticing figures randomly out of the corner of my eye. Then when I turned, it would be gone. Our house is very new, 2016. It was built. One previous owner. So I thought I just I was just seeing shadows while I was sitting in my loft upstairs. Jokingly one night I downloaded Ghost Tube. <laughs> 
because I still keep seeing stuff and started noticing our three cats randomly staring at the ceiling. The app would pick up noises that we couldn't hear, and at first it was random words like hi and over here, but then it started saying my wife's name and her dad's. He passed away and started saying stuff like drowned and heart attack, Mm. which is how he passed. She started crying and I deleted the app because I was freaked out. These cats still keep seeing stuff and would even jump up and whine. The goosebumps part for me is they'll be on our bed. Yesterday it happened again. Mm. And Luke, our middle cat, will look at our ceiling and hiss. Then watch the almost invisible thing back and forth through the room on the ceiling. And he will jump up and his hair standing up and run. Luke is our toughest cat and doesn't get scared of anything ever. Creepy, right? Wow. So, yeah, that's creepy. Yeah, cats are (laughs) awesome like that. I used to see our cats doing that, too, just staring at nothing all the time. Do you think your house is haunted? No. I mean, it's been a a while, but Tabby used to do that. I don't think Bandit ever did that, but Tabby would. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it was just like shadows or something else. Yeah. When I uh, had something creepy, I had something from Nanny's house in my closet at one point. Mm -hmm. We had a dog that would sit like and or stand like she would get in front of the closet door and absolutely growl and bark at the closet. Oh, shit. Yeah, so I got rid of that memorabilia. Yeah. Ironically, though, I have it back now, so it's in my living room. We'll see how that goes. Yes, you, I was about to say that. You, you Have you had anything happen since then? <laughs> not, not that I can really say. I mean, not anything that was really major. Yeah, like, but I guess that's probably another story entirely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll save that one for another episode. Yeah. There are so many things. <laughs> We should totally do an episode on just her house. I, I'm not sure one episode would be enough. Well, we definitely could. We could yeah, we could make it a series. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nanny's house, a series. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've had animals do that for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. I've seen shadows for sure. Have you ever seen a shadow? I think I have. Um, usually it's in the middle of the night when I happen to wake up and I'll see something. But usually that's just like... I'm freaked out after a bad dream or something, which I have sometimes, Mm. (laughs) but, um, but nothing like, like a dark figure, like going across the room, nothing like that. Just kind of like a stationary, almost like slightly moving, but not, you know, hovering around the room or anything like that. But yeah, yeah, I've definitely, and you have that eerie feeling when it's happening too. Mm -hmm. Like the hair standing Mm -hmm. up and yeah. Yeah. I personally kind of like having pets because I feel like, they can alert me <laughs> like a little yes. ghost alarm system or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I kind of keep them around for that reason. Yes. I, I don't know. My cat's never done it yet. So really? and we've had her five years. <laughs> so even when you had that activity happening, what was it last year? <laughs> yeah, that was last year. I forgot about that. Yeah. February ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you had that eerie thing happen in your house, when you, when you got that vibe, that was your husband that felt that right. Yeah. And he's, He's the one that doesn't believe at all or anything. Correct. And Mm -hmm. I was ridiculously excited, like giddy. (laughs) I was giddy. Yes. He's like, I just, I just heard somebody right behind me say I'm over here or no. What did, what did he hear? 
I'm right here. He heard somebody standing behind him say, I'm right here. Mm -hmm. And he swears it was our son's, our middle son's voice. Yes. And I, instead of being like a normal person and be like, oh no, that's terrible. I was like, yes, (laughs) (laughs) you heard a voice. (laughs) I was so excited. (laughs) Right. And for him to admit that and come to you about it, because he probably would want to, you know, just not say anything, you know, to kind of ignore it. But at least he brought it up. Yeah, he was freaked out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he he came busting upstairs and was like, where's our son? And I told him and yeah. he, he told me what he heard. And I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, mm-hmm. after how many years of marriage? That was last year. So yeah, we're about to hit 23 years married. And that's the first incident that's ever happened to him yet. And in that house too. I wonder if that means something. Yeah, in our current house that has no logical reason to be haunted that I'm aware of. Like nobody's died here. Or no one passed away. In no, your house or anything. <laughs> not that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> but then nobody passed away in my house um, back home in Florida either. And that house was mm-hmm. was um, pretty active. Like I saw stuff in that house. Yeah. Shadow people, like full on hmm. form of a person. They're just attracted to you and follow you wherever you go. This is true. Like I... <laughs> I have that stuff happen to me so much. It's not even funny. Well, I love it. So I guess it works out. But yeah, <laughs> normal people. I mean, you're probably terrified in the moment, but then afterwards, maybe. You're yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Th- well, it depends on the incident. Awesome. Like, yeah, there were definitely times when I was like, okay, you can yeah. go now. <laughs> and there's different kinds of energies, I'm sure, you know, negative yeah. ones and then ones that are maybe more positive, I guess. Yeah, I don't know why it is. But I I have that stuff happen to me all the time have since I was little, little, I think my first memory is like five or six years old. Mm -hmm. And uh, shockingly, that was Nanny's house. (laughs) Mm -hmm. See, I don't remember a lot of of that stuff that that went on, you know, because I was, you know, a couple years younger than you. So yeah, I don't have as much you know, to go on. But you have heard and seen stuff. Like one time we were adults and stayed there. Oh, yeah, for And you sure. heard like tapping all night mm-hmm. long or something. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went for Halloween that time. Yes. Yes. That was Halloween night, I believe. Or no, the night after. We didn't sleep so much that night. <laughs> no, we did not. No. We did not. <laughs> but that was kind of the point, so... So thanks, everybody, for coming and listening to us read our true ghost stories from followers. Uh, Remember, if you have a story, we really want to hear it. Send it to me at Cynthia at TrueHauntings.com. And it will possibly be read on the show and then we can chat about it. We're going to be doing lots of different types of shows, actually. And we will have bonus shows every now and then that are about, you know, legends or haunted places in particular or whatever like we're just gonna chat about anything creepy basically Mm -hmm. so send us what you got all right thank you for having me on it was fun yes it was super fun (laughs) you guys check out my website for more information it is truehauntings.com and we will see you next time bye